Hey guys, Ben here from Comic Comedians. I just wanted to tell you guys about the best podcasting program there is called Anchor. Anchor is literally the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comic Comedians, the only show where we use iPhones because we can't find the droids that we're looking for. My name is Ben Schubert, and today I am here with Ken Kitten and Mesa Windu. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing pretty good, bro. Thank you guys for being here so much. I'm a huge fan of both of your guys' TikToks. I, I love the Padme, and I'm loving the Daphne stuff that you have coming out right now. And Mesa Thank Windu, you. I'm not going to lie, dude. Your Tucker Carlson thing cracks me up every time. Because l- l- my dad watches Fox News just religiously, so <laughs> you nail it, okay? Like, not going to lie. So without further ado, I'm just going to jump into this title sequence, edit and post. Let's get this started. All right, so let's talk the sequel trilogy. Um, let's go around the room. You guys can introduce yourselves and how you guys got into Star Wars and what your favorite sequel trilogy movie is. So uh, Kennedy, let's start with you. All right, well, my name's Kennedy. Um, I was first introduced to Star Wars by my parents because they are super nerds as well. So I was around six and I saw A New Hope and thought it was the greatest thing. Um, and I've been a fan ever since um particularly I'm more of a Padme fan myself not necessarily the OGs but I do love um oddly the Rise of Skywalker is my favorite of the sequels which um I know people it's kind of a hot take but I really like it I know I was um watching it to prepare for the podcast and I was like crying so I would say that one is probably my favorite of the sequels um Um, so hi everybody. I'm Mesa Windu. I'm also known as Josh, you know, my real world name. Um, yeah, the sequel trilogy has, it's, it's the first trilogy that I sat down and watched in theaters. I was too young for the prequel trilogy. Um, my dad swears that I saw Revenge of the Sith in theaters, but I have no memory of it whatsoever. So the sequel trilogy in that sense is very close to my heart. Um, I got into Star Wars at a fairly young age. Um, the Clone Wars got me into it, but again, the sequel trilogy was like the first big Star Wars experience for me. And, and I'll always appreciate it for that. Okay. Well, for me, I also got into Star Wars at a young age. My brother is like seven years older than me. So he, he obviously watched the sequels by himself. He was, so he was about nine when the first, when the prequels came out. So I did watch Revenge of the Sith. I actually do remember going to see that in the theater, but when I actually went to go see the sequel trilogies, um, I, I went to go by myself because, you know, I was a big kid. So I was able to do that. I, I think my favorite of the bunch has to be Force Awakens. Um, Last Jedi is also a favorite of mine. But I know that's also a hot take, uh, but I, I do enjoy watching it because it reminds me a lot of Empire Strikes Back and Attack of Clones. It, the, second, the second movie in the trilogy is always my favorite for some reason. I don't know why. So yeah, the, the, those are mine. So let's talk about The Force Awakens. What, how was the hype for you guys when you guys heard that they were making a new Star Wars movie? 
Josh, I'll let you go first. Sorry. Sure. Awesome. Cool. I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> um, but uh, oh my gosh, man. Um, the I, I can't find a better word other than electric. Um, leading up from the very first teaser trailer that dropped up until the moment, like the a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away popped up for the first time in 10 years since Revenge of the Sith. Um, and for the first time in terms of sequels in 30 years, it's insane. Um, just sheer, like my love for Star Wars exploded. I think that was my favorite time being a Star Wars fan leading up to that moment. And I was so happy to be alive and being able to witness that moment because you know 30 years ago you weren't envisioning the sequel to return of the jedi none of that nobody was and so to be able to experience that was very special for me and and the movie even though i'm sure you could one everybody could argue it has its issues um depending on who you ask um but i will always that that opening night movie theater experience was absolutely breathtaking what about you, Kennedy? How was the hype for you when you heard that they were making a, a new trilogy? I was really excited because I think, um, you know, my parents, like when they were kind of growing up or teenagers had the original trilogy, I kind of had the prequel. So I was really excited to like a new generation could like fall in love with Star Wars. Um, but I also I just had a lot of questions. I was like, okay, like, um, as Josh just said, we weren't really expecting kind of like a sequel to Return of the Jedi. So I was just like, you know, I had a lot of questions. I was like, what are like Luke and Leia up to? Are we going to see like the original characters? So I was excited. I was just like very inquisitive. I was like, what, like, what's this about? You know, um, but I was excited. I was like, I'm ready for some more Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, no, you make a very good point about like, what are Luke and Leia up to? That's what we were all thinking. And when I was doing the Mandalorian theories, I'm sure we're both familiar with Dark Taco. You guys have both been on his podcast. I'm still waiting for that day. But uh he has talked to me, so I'm actually kind of excited now. But, uh, but he actually made a very good point on my Mandalorian theories. He said that he was more worried about what Luke and Leia were up to. We don't. That's why a lot of the people don't really like Ray and Finn and Poe, like we, because we don't we don't connect with them. We know who Luke and Leia are, and that's where I think the biggest mistake in the sequel trilogies was. They were really more focused on building a new story when it was meant to be part of the Skywalker saga. You know, what I mean, I mean, if you guys don't agree, you guys can go ahead and say something. But I, I can, um, I, I can, I, I understand where you're coming from. I can, um, and and I do share a lot of those criticisms with you. Recently, I have been kind of changing my my initial stance on it. I remember when I when Rise of Skywalker finished, I had a very very raw opinion of the trilogy. Right. Um, even though I had more fun in the theater watching that movie than I did the Last Jedi, I look back at it and I go. I wonder if, like, at what cost, you know what I'm saying? And so when I went back and watched it again on Disney Plus, I was like, oh my gosh, like, there are so many, so many issues with this. So I don't know exactly. I, 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 I still, I, I have an ever evolving thought process when it comes to my opinion of the sequel trilogy. Right. Um, I do agree with you. I think, you know, I think that's why a lot of people resonate more with like legends is because it is like a continuation, but it's like, you know, more focused on the characters we like know and love. So while we're getting new characters, we're still kind of focusing on ones we already know. But, you know, I do think um, it had a lot of potential. I know I'm actually, I'm a big Ray fan. Um, I really do like her character, but I do agree with you. Cause like, I was kind of like, you know, I was waiting for more like Leia and Han and like, you know, Luke. And I think we did get a decent amount of Luke, but not really like, you yeah. know, a lot not of, even Lando. Yeah. yeah. 
Right. Like I remember when I was watching it, I was just wondering when, the, when I was watching Force Awakens, I was like, where's Luke? Like that, like, why is he hiding? You know, that's not Luke. But then I thought, as I think about it, as I grow older and mature, I, I then realize I'm like, you know what? In 30 years, I am not going to be the same person I am. So like, obviously people change and that's what a lot of people don't agree with. But that's why I'm glad we have shows like Mandalorian and Clone Wars. You know, we got filler. We actually get to see what happens between these movies and we get to see these characters develop. And I feel like if we had like a show, like Resistance was like the perfect opportunity to do this, but they obviously made a new show. Me personally, I also like Resistance but not as much as I do Rebels and Clone Wars. But like I said, if they made an animated series about like what Luke and Leia and Han were all doing after Return of the Jedi, I feel like we would get a better look at The Force Awakens. Because honestly, think about the sequel trilogy. Not many people liked it until after Clone Wars and after Rebels. Like, is that a fair judgment? The prequel trilogy, you mean? Yeah, yeah, prequel trilogy, my bad. I I I mean, it's very fair. I think it's it's a pretty pretty general opinion on on yeah. what the impact the impact the clone wars had on the prequel trilogy more specifically uh, episode two like between episodes two and three right um I, w- I would argue that yeah so yeah i feel like if we had like a show like this that and maybe focuses more on luke or maybe or like they just make an adaptation of charles soul rise of kylo ren which is an amazing book if either of you guys haven't read it yet it's a great comic book it's a four issue series mm-hmm. Basically, if they animated that, that would be amazing, you know? So yeah. we would we, get more depth on Kylo, and that would make it more into the story arc of kind of how they did Anakin and, like, the, the changes between him and Attack of the Clones. And, right. You know, and that would just prove how much Kylo is like Anakin. Yeah, I will say, though, uh, as good as that comic is, um, uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head or, like, a few seconds ago. Um, it's one of those stories that I really, really wish they had done either in a show form or in the movie in some way because the more I was getting into it the more I was like no you don't want to you don't want to relegate this to, to right I, I, I'm not dissing comic books or anything like that I love comic books I have so many Star Wars comics yeah. behind me but it's one of those like it's such a huge moment it's telling the story of how Kylo Ren became Kylo Ren how Ben Solo becomes Kylo Ren Honestly, and so that, they should just put Charles Soule in charge of writing. Of a- I mean, <laughs> hey man, I, I I really wanted to see that on live action because not everybody has time to read read yeah. comic. You know what I'm saying, right, uh, Kennedy? Are, are you familiar with any of the comic books by chance? I'm not. So I'm not a big reader. <laughs> I will send you a link to the Rise of Kylo Ren. I would definitely recommend it. That would be awesome. Because yeah, I do agree with you. I think it's like um, with the sequels. Like as I'm like you know as I rewatch them, because like I agree with what both of you said. When I kind of saw them, I was a little bit like not like bothered, but I was like, what? Like I'm just I, again, I had so many questions. But now that I watch them, I think like you do really have to understand like the original trilogy and the prequel tr- trilogy to even like try to like kind of comprehend them like I think for the most part like the originals and the prequels you can kind of start off watching with like without any knowledge and I actually started my roommates watching it and they kind of were watching A New Hope and were like of course asking questions but I think the sequels I don't think you can really do that because I think you're just going to be like a little lost you're going to be like who's Palpatine like why like you know yeah, that, that one was actually, like, it, it felt like a reach, but not a reach at the same time. Like, J.J. Abrams was trying to fix everything that was made in The Last Jedi. Like, oh, Ryan Johnson was playing with my toys, and I don't like the way he did that. So I have to fix all my toys and make it what I wanted, you know? So I feel like that was part of the reason. But 
what do you guys think the downfall of the sequels was? Because if I remember correctly, walking out of The Force Awakens, I was pumped. I loved The Force Awakens. But what do you guys think? Like, what about The Last Jedi really ruined Star Wars for people? I, for me, I just think, because, um, you know, I, I liked, you know, like, they're going to go a new route. It's new characters, you know, because um, when I did watch The Force Awakens, why I loved it, I was like, I think I love this so much because it's kind of like echoing like a new hope and the originals. Um, I think what kind of like made me um, a little like like upset and not like The Last Jedi and kind of like the sequels was because they recycled Palpatine. Like I would have almost liked had they kept Snoke just because it was like a new like antagonist or like they didn't have to keep him, but I just didn't like that like somehow Palpatine is like back again. And that was just my own personal take. That's what I, because I just felt like it was recycling a lot from like the originals. But okay. what about you, Josh? So my biggest issue um again, the sequel trilogy is, it's all over the place, but I will say um, as big of a problem I had with The Last Jedi, I really wish they hadn't course corrected so much in The Rise of Skywalker, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because the entirety, even if I watched it today, I would watch The Last Jedi today, I would, I would list the same problems I had three years ago. But then I would go, all right, so where do you go from here? It wouldn't be like, oh, why don't we kind of get away from that and then focus more i'm like no like you made these decisions you rose these questions so go all for it like like look man attack of the clones isn't my favorite star wars movie at all right but but what that what that movie had what it represents what it what what the setting that it's set in i accept it and i move forward with it and right after that is the clone war so it's kind of like it kind of needs to happen at that point you don't look back at it and you try and like make everything like different like you try and change stuff in episode three that wasn't in episode two I, I i so so i think if they hadn't um as big of a problem the last i think my biggest issue with the last jedi was that i i think ryan johnson is a fantastic director oh yeah i've seen knives i out. think he's I, I i love knives out i think he's extremely talented and i think he can handle a star wars movie i truly believe that he's never come i down. think I think I don't think he is either. People, <laughs> people are it. so people are so adamant. Oh, he's still making his trilogy. I have not heard a whip from that from that trilogy in a very Johnson time. cut. That's... Yeah, right. Seriously, but but I think the downfall for him was that, I, and I could be wrong. He might disagree with me if I ever told him this. But I think his downfall was that he came in in the middle of a trilogy. Yes, and he wrote. Oh, sorry, guys, my camera okay. went. Um. He came in in the middle of a trilogy, rose all these really interesting questions about Star Wars in general. And then he, you know, it, it kind of just sat there in the middle of the movie. It almost, it, in the middle of the trilogy, it's just like there. And you're like, this is really interesting. I don't know if the middle episode of the sequel trilogy was the best time to, like, if he had handled this from the beginning, I might have had a different view on this. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm all over the place, but yeah. Right, like, no, Ryan Johnson, I feel, did an amazing job. I remember leaving the theater actually enjoying it, and it wasn't until I had to watch it again to really enjoy it again, because I did jump on the bandwagon of it being bad, I guess because I wanted to be cool or something, I don't know. But I did end up rewatching it. I was just like, why did I hate this? Like, mm-hmm. and I do remember, I, I used to have an iFunny account. We all remember what iFunny was. We, mm-hmm. I used to have one of those accounts, and I made a gift about how awesome it was the second I left the theater. And and i was thinking about it i was just like 
what happened to that kid at the end of the movie who used the force to grab the broom? Like what happened to him? You know, that's where I feel like they should have gone. I feel like they should have started Ray making the new Jedi order at, at, after that movie for rise of Skywalker should have been, you know, the rise of the mm-hmm. Jedi. You know? have you all read the, uh, have you, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think, you know, as I was watching and I would talk about this with my parents and again, they're super fans. And we were like, we kind of liked this idea that, you know, like these like Jedis don't have to be Skywalkers. Like, the, like we're seeing a new generation of people who aren't Skywalkers. And that was the rise, like the route they were going. We were fine with it. And I think that's like maybe why we saw that boy. Like, you know, anyone's force sensitive, not just these like, you know, special individuals. Because we had Ray, who, you know, I know she's like, she's a Palpatine, but, you know, at the time she, like Kylo tells her, your parents were nobodies. And so I think like it was just, it, again, it just seemed like, which I kind of watched the, sequels now and I do think it was planned that she was a Palpatine like I do see um and I know I've talked about this with um a dude named Kev I've talked about this with Kev um but that they um in her like theme you can hear Palpatine theme so I know it was planned but it just doesn't seem like it was planned like I know it was but I don't I don't know. I guess that's right. kind of like now there's rumors going out saying that she was originally supposed to be a Kenobi and that's yeah. just pissing people off even more because that's what they wanted you know and he, honestly I, I told my buddy when I worked at the comic book store uh, me and my buddy Matt we used to just talk about this all the time he said dude the movie's gonna suck if she's not a Skywalker if she's not related to Luke everybody's gonna hate it and look at what happened I guarantee you if she said that if it was Luke's daughter do you guys think it would have been a better movie with the fans uh I think I, I think the optics. Okay, I, everybody I think, except Josh would have liked it. I'm sorry. I, I think yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, here's the here's the funny thing about it. I was I was originally one of those guys, like most people, generally assuming that the natural progression of things would reveal that she was a Skywalker. Um, yeah. It seemed like if the if the show is about if the if the trilogy is about the end of the Skywalker saga, then this would center around the main Skywalker who we believe to be Ray, right? But then it turns out it's more about the legacy of the Skywalkers with Ben Solo and, and all of that, which, which I don't hate. Um, I will say uh, I, as I don't think Colin Trevorrow is exactly um, what I would consider an Oscar caliber director, right? but have you, have you read his script for rise of Skywalker? I never, I did not know. I encourage both of you to look at the main highlights from that script. And it has some really interesting stuff. And one of the biggest complaints I had from Rise of Skywalker was that it didn't feel like the end of the Skywalker saga. It felt like the end of the trilogy, sure. But it didn't feel like the end of the entire nine movie saga. Colin Trevorrow's original script for Rise of Skywalker, I think it was called The Duel of the Fates, which is a play on, yeah. And it, 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 honors pretty much every single saga and i think i've on 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 a ground level i think i would have preferred that at this point no i I actually posted a video and i've gotten a lot of hate from it but i remember reading a theory of you guys know how time travel is possible through rebels right yeah Yeah, the world between worlds right yes there's act there was a theory that before rise of skywalker even came out and i specifically said that in the video but you know nobody any right. that part but um uh it said that ray originally was going to go back in time and become shmi anakin's mom making it full circle and i was just like yeah that would be very cool for the end of the skywalker saga you know but it, obviously everybody's seen the rise of skywalker so now i'm into incest so <laughs> <laughs> 
but like there there's so many different like ways that they could have went about it and I, I I do but if I could take one thing from the from this trilogy that I love so much it's what JJ Abrams did Luke and Palpatine were enemies they hated each other and the fact that their offspring Luke's nephew and Palpatine's granddaughter could fall in love that's pretty damn beautiful two people that hate each other it's like a Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm. you know and that's another thing that a lot of people like miss, you know, like, obviously I, I shipped Finn and Ray. I, I wanted that to happen more than I wanted Kylo and, and Ray. I preferred them to be cousins if we're going to be honest, but mm-hmm. you know, if, when you think about it, that's, it's pretty damn beautiful. Yeah. So what, let's talk about the, the last Jedi here. Uh, what is your guys is like, well, really the whole sequel in, in general, what, who do you guys think was like the best character throughout this trilogy? I see. I I think like like my favorite I'd have to say is just Ray because I I just I like that like you know I think like in the prequels we see kind of Anakin as like the like the hero I mean obviously not at end of Revenge of the Sith but yeah. and then we see kind of Luke as functioning as kind of like one of the like main heroes in um the original so I thought it was kind of cool that we got like a female like who was you know going to bring balance and everything but I think my personal favorite to watch now that I, you know, I've rewatched The Force Awakens, Last Jedi and all those, it's actually Luke, because I was one of those that was super upset when I'm like, he was this character so full of hope, saying anyone can be saved, you know, um, seeing good in his father when his father's done horrible things. But now that I watch it, I think it's interesting, because I think Luke's, like, when we watch the original trilogies, we see the Jedi as kind of like heroes and not that they're not heroes, but when we watch like the prequels and the Clone Wars, we learned that there were so many flaws with the Jedi. And I think it's interesting because I think we automatically want Luke to be this still hopeful individual, but I think he, he has learned more about the Jedi. He kind of just, I think, really saw the, the pros. And I think that's all we had because we didn't have, well, the people watching the originals didn't really have the prequels to go off of. So I actually really like Luke's character because I think he's the most like realistic because I just think it's you know once I think you learn kind of like the flaws of the Jedi I think it's normal that he'd be like you know that we they need to go like we can't continue this so I I really like Luke's development personally. What about you Josh who was your favorite character in this trilogy? Uh, Ben Solo. Ben Solo absolutely um not not only in terms of the character himself but the acting performance of Adam Driver um I, I love the fact that like I love Adam Driver uh, just in general, um, but I do agree. Um, Luke is probably up there for me as well. And ironically, that was my biggest issue with the Last Jedi because if you guys know anything about my channel, um, Luke is my favorite Star Wars character of all time. And so when I initially saw the Last Jedi, I wasn't exceptionally happy with how it ended up. In fact, I wasn't—I I was pretty angry. Um, but then I went back and watched it, and I still have my issues with the movie. But Luke, strangely enough, isn't isn't one of them. I think in terms of um, the the natural progression of somebody like Luke, I mean, Luke has kind of always been that type of guy. Like in terms of like, oh, he, oh, like he he's a whiner. Like he's a he, he's a guy that complains a lot. He's a guy that maybe not may not initially see the full picture until he has to kind of sit down hit rock bottom and then see the full picture. And that kind of, that's why I think his performance in The Last Jedi kind of encapsulates his entire time in Star Wars. 
Right. I I loved I I of all the characters, Ben Solo is definitely up there for me. Ray is also up there for me. I loved I loved both of their character developments. I love both their characters, you know. And the holiday special really made it more fun for me for Ray. But um, I don't if, need to see it. I heard it's really good. Oh, dude, it's amazing. I definitely check it out. But of all the characters, if I had to pick one, I I would honestly I I would say Han. Because I, even though he was in the one movie and then he made that appearance in Rise of Skywalker, I feel like he was more of a father to Rey than anybody. And I feel like that's part of the reason why Rey called herself a Skywalker. Because Leia and Luke was more like her uncle and Leia was more like a mother. And she wasn't a master. She was more of a mother. Like, even though she called her master, she, she kind of raised her, you know, more than anybody mm-hmm. ever has. So I feel like that's part of the reason why she called herself a Skywalker at the end of the movie. And and it's just things like that that I see that that I appreciate that J.J. Abrams did. But at the same time, you know, there's also things like, you know, why? Why'd you do that? You know, but if I had to pick, definitely Han would be my favorite character because he, the way, the way that they sent him off was actually really magnificent in Force Awakens because it really pushed Rey to do the Jedi thing. You know, like at first she, she probably wasn't all for it. And then, you know, she had to learn her force powers after like seeing what happened to her old wizard friend, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going to go with Han on this one. Now this, this uh, sequel trilogy has also had like many jokes. It's more fun. It, it, it has that Disney sprinkle on top of it. You know what I mean? So I would say, what do you guys think the best jokes of this entire series was? Most of them definitely came from Poe, but who do you guys what do you guys think the best joke is? I really love when he's um oh, I'm I'm blanking when he's um kind of messing with Hux and he's like you know he's like I'll wait for Hux like oh I'm still waiting as like General Hux is like screaming and like saying I'm gonna yeah. destroy this and that I I thought that was hilarious like I really actually, did laugh at if that. You guys go back and watch the Last Jedi with the subtitles on it. He's actually not saying Hux. He's saying General Hugs. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You guys got to go. I love that. That's probably one of my favorites of there. Uh, what about you, Josh? What, what, what's your one of your favorite jokes throughout this? Well, probably, probably. Uh, I mean, a few of them actually come in the first one. It's actually, pro- I think in terms of the most natural humor, I think the first one did a really good job. There's several. Um, I think my favorite Ray moment um, is hysterical. I think she's so adorable. Um, it's when she like bypasses the compressor uh, and the Millennium <laughs> Falcon. And she's like so proud of herself. And she's like, I bypassed the compressor and Hansel was like, oh, cool. Oh, okay. Nice. Cool. But my favorite, favorite uh, funny scene is probably because I remember this because I laughed out loud in the movie theater. Um, it's when Finn is getting ready to go into Starkiller base and he's like, guys, don't worry. We'll use the force. And Hansel is like, that's not how the force works. And then Chewie's like, Chewie, and he's like, oh, you're cold or something like that. It's that, that whole, like, that whole exchange was funny. Well, I, I of, of all the things that I probably thought was the best, I loved it when uh, Poe was coming clean to BB-8 that he wasn't part of the resistance, and then BB-8 came out with the lighter with the with the thumbs oh, up. Man, I, yeah, dude, like, oh, yeah, that that killed me. I was dead at that moment, you know. Yeah. And uh, the, there's the the banter between Ray and and Poe at the beginning of Rise of Skywalker, like, "What'd you do to the Falcon? What'd you do to BB-8?" You know, and they were just going back and forth, like. Like literally like a brother and a sister. Like that's how me and my sister talk to each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it just made me laugh because me and my sister, we looked at each other and then we looked back up at the screen and went, yep. Yeah. So the banter between Poe and, and Ray, but I agree with you. The Finn, the, definitely. And then when they were when they found Captain Phasma 
And then they, they were like, what should we do with her? And then Han just went, do you have a trash compactor? Yeah, you know, that was a nice yes, little nod. Dude. I enjoyed yeah. that one. <laughs> you know, so honestly, I feel like Phasma, she, she didn't get the love that she was supposed to get. You know, I feel like yeah. she was meant to be the Boba Fett of this trilogy. I was getting ready to say she's totally the Boba Fett of this trilogy. You know, and if, if you guys haven't read her comic series, obviously would recommend that one as well. That would also be an amazing animated project. Dave Filoni, get, get on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, absolutely. If, if you guys were to turn any of anything from the sequel trilogy, if you were to turn, like if you wanted to make a show, like if, you, if they said, let's make a show for the sequel trilogy, like the Clone Wars, what would you guys make? Jenny, you can go first. If you, oh, love you guys. I don't know if Josh has an answer. Josh, I, got, I think I got one. I, I, I'll, right. I'll save you for a second. Um, gosh, uh, I guess if I had to pick an, a, a time period during the sequel trilogy to do a show, I think I want to focus a little bit more on the on the, the New Republic again. Um, I, I think I think I want to know what's exactly going on. I know the Resistance kind of covers this already. Uh, but regretfully, I haven't that really canceled. seen that much. I have, yeah, that too. Um, I think I want to know what happened to the New Republic after Starkiller Base destroyed Hosnian Prime. Yeah. Um, because to be honest with you, the sequel trilogy kind of just drops the whole notion of the New Republic after that scene. We don't really hear much about them. We just hear resistance, resistance. Yeah. I want to know what's what's going on. I guess I want to hear more about the uh, political ramifications of something like that. Kind of like a Clone War-esque type of thing going on maybe we can see the first order taking over the galaxy uh i wouldn't even mind an anthology series where they kind of focus on a different perspective every episode or something like that where one is like a, a village and on naboo dealing with a, a first order occupation the other one is a a freedom fighter trying to fight off and ends up getting killed in the end and then another one's a person who lost his entire family on hosnian prime like i wouldn't mind stuff like that get a little creative right Kennedy, do you got one? Because I got one. I, I think for me, I would just, I don't have anything specific, but I'd love to focus more because I think we, a lot of new characters were introduced in uh, The Force Awakens and even like as the trilogy progressed, but I would love to just focus on one of their perspectives. I know people have their issues with Rose. I actually like Rose. I think she's a very cute character. I, I like her, um, whether it be her or even Poe or Finn. I just think we really focused in on Rey and like Kylo, um, so I just think it'd be really cool to like more, more so focus in on them. And I get with like movies, you can't give every, like you can't, you know, it's, you yeah. got like two and a half hours, but I think that would be cool to maybe give like, if, like, you know, a character like Rose or even, um, although like just someone who didn't get as much screen time, maybe their perspective. Cause I think there's still so many questions. And I also think something like that would also maybe make people, um, at least like resonate with the characters more. Cause I just know there was a lot of issue with Rose. Um, and again, I liked her character. Um, so I just think I would do something like that. Just, you know, tell it from a different perspective. <laughs> I would try oh. and tie Dr. Aphra to Rose. You know, that I feel like that'd be cool. Having her be like a descendant of Dr. Aphra, that'd be tight. You know, get Chloe Bennett. Uh, I think that's what Brandon said. Brandon's uh, Darth Chaco, he said about Chloe Bennett playing uh, Dr. Aphra. So, you know, I'm that's a very popular, that's a very popular, uh, it's up there with Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. Uh, a lot of people for a long time have been screaming for her to get casted. I think she's one of the only 
fan cast that really came to fruition. You never really hear yeah, about Boss Logic for that one. You guys know who Boss, yeah. Boss Logic is. He yeah. posted, a, a, he did like fan art, and then Rosario Dawson saw it, and then Chief sent it out, and then boom, yeah. everybody was like, "Dave, you'd better do this." Honestly, I would have been okay if they had Ashley in the makeup doing the Asa Katana voice and doing all the moves. I because honestly, but I loved Rosario Dawson on it. You know, she could have me any day. She could beat me. What you know? What's that one TikTok sounds like? She could beat me. She could throw me in a ditch. She could beat me in the. Front. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, like I love Rosario Dawson. Okay, like she. Oh no, I do too. A girl, a, a girl that is. She she writes her own comic books. She's on comic book. I like one of her first movies with was with Kevin Smith. So, you know, you can't you can't hate her. You know. I knew her from Rent. I grew up on the Rent musical. The move, the, the yes. theatrical version. I forgot. We're, we're all theater nerds yes. here too. Yep. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? Yes, I'm a thespian myself. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, yes, I knew. Same. I found her. She she played Mimi in the in the yes. film version of Rent, and I fell in love with her. I was only like what nine, ten years old, and reality. And the reality is like, was, did I really have any business watching that movie at age nine? Exactly. But, but hey, but hey, man, I found Rosario Dawson, so no regrets at all. Now, but yeah, clerks too. So yes, you know, so, I, so, I I was what nine? Yes, yeah, yeah. same age. Yeah, so yeah, all, all my friends are like, yo, like that's the chick from from Daredevil and Luke Cage. I'm like, no, nah, that's the chick from Rent. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah totally. part of the uh, the what is it the Marvel Netflix show starter t- starter pack. Yeah, she's the Nick Fury of the Marvel uh, Netflix. Except shows. she's not in Punisher, and she was pissed about that. Yeah, unfortunately. But she made her return for Defenders, so. Yeah, and she looks great. She looks fantastic as Ahsoka. But sorry to get off topic. I, I love no, 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 man. We can talk about Rosario Dawson all I can. <laughs> Next time, uh, no, no, when I start talking Batman, don't, don't get me on Zoe Kravitz. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Now my show would totally be it would it wouldn't be during the the sequel trilogy it'd be like a little bit after it would be Rey forming the new Jedi order. Mm. Rey searching the galaxy for new Jedis and then we get to see with the kid with the broom. We get to see the, the, the yeah, literally all those kids for that planet. I I they could all be force sensitive for all I care. You know, then we could maybe see a teenage Grogu. Uh well Grogu would probably let's hope nothing bad happens to him. Anyway, but we could maybe see an older version of him. He'd probably still be a child at that point. He'd probably still be a little one. Probably a little seven-year-old at this yeah, point. Yeah, but he would be able to talk and he'd start be able to to acknowledge things, you know? So yeah. we can get more uh, Force Ghosts, especially with animation. So we get more Force Ghosts. We could finally probably get that closure with Anakin, which I'm surprised they didn't do because I remember telling Alyssa about this, uh, Alyssa Tano. I had her on my Mandalorian theories. I told her, I was like, what if we saw like a force ghost Hayden Christensen come in at the end of the episode for Mandalorian and they got that closure and girl almost passed out because she was so excited, you know? So, <laughs> and you know what? I kind of want that because we need that closure. That's a need. So. Yeah, I'll, never, I'll, I'll, I'll never really forgive Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah. Hayden Christensen's in the movie and he's a disembodied voice that says four lines. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I was like. You know how the girls feel about Hayden Christensen. That's a money grab right there. Well, I think um, I was just because I I think it was obviously Palpatine said it's been me doing all these like voices, but that was like, you know, Kylo's idol was Darth Vader. So I thought it would have really brought things like kind of full circle if it was Anakin saying like, 
I went down the wrong path. Like, don't make yes. the same mistake or come back. Mm-hmm. I, that I, was I originally in a script, that. I think. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was originally like when he went to go and get the, uh, when he was on Mustafar at the beginning of Rise of Skywalker, he went into the temple, I think, and to pick up something, uh, the holocron. And when he picked it up, a force ghost, Hayden Christensen, was actually there and said, don't do this. This is not what I am. And he said, you were weak and I'm not you. And like straight up just left. So we were going to, I was just like, dude, why would you cut that out? It seems like a very natural, it seems like a very natural thing to, to go for. Like it was one of those things that I, I didn't get my hopes too high. Cause if I had looking back at it, if I had, I would have been very disappointed. Um, but, but it seemed like one of those natural progressions of like everybody kind of expected without saying it to see Hayden Christensen or at least Anakin Skywalker in some form or fashion and not a disembodied voice to Ray. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't understand why there's so much. It's almost like they're still scared to use him because of the prequel stigma, which by the way, isn't even a stigma anymore. I don't really even notice much it's of a because stigma. because the sequel trilogy came out. That's why. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's the new trilogy. <laughs> and the one after that. I'm going to be honest. Everybody hated made. the sequel. Everybody hated the prequels until these sequels came out. Yeah. And the one, and when they have, when they inevitably make 10, 11 and 12, which let's be honest guys, when we're in our forties, we'll see them. And we're we'll um, going to freak out the same way we did yeah. about Force Awakens. They're going to look at the Force Awakens, the last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, like they're the Empire Strikes Back. So, so Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been, I've seen on TikTok and I'm sure it's on YouTube. I'm not exactly sure who edited together, but it's amazing. And they actually have the force ghost behind Ray um, when she's yes. facing off against Palpatine. Again, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm blanking on, um, it's not on YouTube or TikTok, but the video, it's so cool. And I'm like, even just that, I think I would have been satisfied with, even if we didn't get that like interaction between like, um, you know, Kylo and Anakin or Ben and Anakin, I think that still would have been cool to see that. Like all the yeah. Jedi with that, I would have died you know, if all the Jedi rose up and then we saw Ahsoka and then Mace Windu and it's like, who invited the citizen? You know? But I was, I was bracing myself to when they start, when I started hearing voices talking to Ray, they were like, oh, you can do this, Ray. Like bring back the balance, Ray, like I did before. I was expecting like a really big money shot of like, like a legion of like an end game level like oh god like every single jedi we've ever seen is manifesting themselves to help ray beat the ultimate evil once and for all and then we kind of got it yeah but only if it was still the mars kit fisto not the one not like it had to be modeled after clone wars kit fisto yeah the the, the good looking one right the good looking one <laughs> again cash grab and I actually, Mason, when do you, you did say that Kit Fisto was your favorite character, right? Your favorite Jedi? My favorite. He was one of my favorite Jedi. Okay. Cause I and put him next to you and I was like, I didn't know if it was Plo Koon or something or when I was making. Oh, well, well, growing up, I was a Plo Koon fan. Um, and I, and I, that's why I was so happy when he got more screen time in, in the yeah. Clone Wars. Uh, but Kit Fisto's up there too. He's probably one okay. of my top ten. Yeah, totally. Okay. You, 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 you got it right, dude. Don't okay, all right. I just wanted to make sure because I know I knew I was doing the right thing when I picked when I when I did a Padme uh, on yeah. the boot. I knew I was doing the right thing there, but I was just like, man, what? The, didn't he say Kit Fisto? And then I remember somebody said something about his lightsabers, and you just got like so emotional over it. I forgot what it was, but you were like, you were like. Yes, those are his lightsabers. Like, oh no, no! I'm sorry to get off topic. I know we're talking about the sequel trilogy, but oh, no, no, it's okay. No, no, we were, we were. Um, somebody kept telling me that 
Plo Koon's lightsaber was actually like it was Maul's lightsaber. And I was yeah. like, no, this is this is a completely different lightsaber. And so people would like people. I got DMs. I got DMs from people like on Instagram telling me like, you know, you're wrong. Right. Here's why you're wrong. Like, here's Darth Maul's Star like, Wars TikTok, like, dude. I'm like, I know y'all are not going to my personal Instagram account to tell me that I'm wrong about something. So I was like, I- I'm not going to be able to sleep because people are screaming at me. So I was like, this is not, I had to put them next to each other. I was like, no, guys, like, I'm not crazy. Well, somebody was like, why are you so mad? And I was like, they, they won't leave me alone. Like, messaging me, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, before Jeez. we close out, um, I'm going to tell you guys both. My, I remember vividly both of the, like, your guys' first videos that I saw both of you guys in. Okay, Kennedy, you were a Padme. It was when you were still uh, captioning all of your videos as if Padme had a TikTok. It's when you were captioning all of your videos as if Padme yeah. and you were like doing like a weird dance. Like it was like, it was, oh, it was this one. And oh, the da, 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 and it was that da, one. Da, 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 da. Okay. Was that like, trend. You know I, I can see Queen Amidala doing that. Now for you, yeah. uh, Josh, the first one I saw of you, it was literally, I literally got my video banned because I do edit it using a katana. It was literally like, literally, we were all holding something that was similar to Star Wars. And then it was like, right when the beat dropped, we all turned into Jedi. And it was like, and then we all started. Oh, and I, used I remember that. came up like this and turned it upside down. And then it turned into a lightsaber. And I remember I got my video taken down for it. That was my first one that I saw of you guys. And I think I followed you guys both from those videos. Nice, bro. Yeah, no, I, I do my best. to. I, I should do that more often with my TikTok <laughs> guests. So, Yeah. No, dude, absolutely. I, I, I it's, did you, you guys know that TikTok was supposed to get banned like eight different times now, right? Yeah. It's, yes. it's, it's hysterical. Yeah. Do you guys think it's ever going to happen? No. No. I think, I, it's, I, I think it's going to be like Facebook. It's going to die out. I think it's going to, I, I think it's doing this thing right now where like, like we're, we're hearing less and less about it. And then by the time it gets brought up again, it's going to be like, oh, it's not happening. And I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. False alarm, guys. Like, at least I hope we're all doing so well. And it, it would be <laughs> crying shit. Yeah, trying to get it off the internet is out of office now. So, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. good point. Good point. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. And, and it sounds like the new guy has bigger fish to fry than going after a, a child's <laughs> app, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The only one we want to see chasing a child is named Moff Gideon. And we are going to see that tomorrow morning. or this. Oh, morning. gosh. Oh gosh! Yeah. Wow, I forgot. yeah, I'm excited for that. It's gonna be yes. fun. Uh, no, I, I literally before I started this podcast, I, I was my sister. She was working on her finals all, all week, so she, we, I was like, okay, you, you got 30 minutes. You got 30 minutes. You know, like I kept saying it. She was like, I finished my final final. I was like, sit your ass down, hold go do, <laughs> hold them tight. You know, and nice. <laughs> we're turning raise them right, man. Raise Morrison. Right. He's not fat. He looks cool. Let's watch. <laughs> yeah, totally. But yeah, so if you guys want to share where we can find you guys, uh, either you guys can go first. Kennedy, you want to go first? Where can we find you? On oh, this? sure. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram. It's just Ken, with two N's, so K-E-N-N, Kitten, on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> All right. What about you, Josh? Oh, uh, well, you guys can find me on TikTok. That's my main one. Uh, Mesa Windu. Um, it's a pun. I can explain it one day. Um, uh, but it's Mace dot ah dot window it's it's a funny inside joke with one of my friends Wait, it's it's hilarious. huh it's ah yeah mace oh, uh, shit, i'm sorry 
<laughs> oh, what? I, oh, dude, don't worry about it. Right? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. I put UH. Oh, uh, Mace, uh, Windu. Well, that's if you say it fast, that's what. Well, anyway. Um, yeah, sorry. But, but, uh, uh, Instagram, you can find me at j.avery97. It's my personal Instagram. I don't really do a lot of like like the stuff that I do on TikTok because, you know, my grandma follows me on Instagram. So I don't really. <laughs> but, um, but no, you can find me there. People can always private message me. I'm pretty much free. Just don't send me any spiders. Um, and then you can find me on Twitter. It's a little more politically charged over there. Um, it's not really what I would consider family friendly over there, but the main two are Instagram and uh, TikTok. And of course you can find me on YouTube. It's the same name, Mesa Windu. And you're on all the platforms. Yeah, yes, you guys can also, if you guys like this podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at comic comedy podcast. You can also find me on TikTok at Shuby Dubert. I usually make stupid videos. And then you guys can find me on YouTube now under comic comedians. And I will have this one up in a week. Okay. Thank you guys so much for coming out. I will message you guys when this is up. I'll have it. I'll have this audio version up by Sunday and I'll have the video version up by next week. So, awesome, bro. Thanks yeah, for having me. Appreciate it. Oh, no, no problem. Thanks for coming, guys. Thank you so All much. Right. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Have a great day. Wash Bye. your hands. All right. See you guys. Absolutely. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.